When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome to the family. I'm Cassie Schrader sitting in for Tom Bernard. And to the right of me, we have... JB sitting in Tom's chair. Adrian Washington. JJ from the SIP. <laughs> Is that Mississippi? Mississippi, oh, Mississippi. that's right. JJ from the SIP. Okay, we're going to take just a quick commercial break. We'll be right back. Recently, the four Walzer dealerships in Burnsville, Walzer Subaru, Walzer Honda, Walzer Nissan, and Walzer Mazda encountered a hailstorm. A justice flew in from around the U.S. to handle a claim on what will be over 2,500 new and used cars. They've drastically reduced the pricing on these vehicles, and there are some wonderful bargains available. But here's the deal. I normally hate the hurry-these-won't-last style of marketing, but in this case, it is true. It's not like they'll go into the back lot at night with hammers and make more. I also usually tell people to check them out online, but in the case of slightly damaged cars, you really do have to see them for yourselves. Stop out to Walzer Mazda, Nissan, Honda, and Subaru just south of the Burnsville Mall on Buck Hill Road. If you really want to, you can tell them Tom sent you, but that sounds kind of dumb. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt and talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? And, uh, e either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. <laughs> I love punk. I tell you, this is this, my cleaning music. This is actually Tom's, one of Tom's favorite songs. For real? Yeah. yeah. Tom. You're the, the whitest black guy I've met in my life. <laughs> I know, right? You're the what? The whitest black dude I've ever met in my life? He's like, I know he'll sit there and mention, like, obscurely, like, 
Tower of Power. And like, yeah. and all these white people were like, oh, what's that? <laughs> and, he, and that's what he looked like. So he don't look like he know nothing about no streets. And he, he be staying in tune. Well, he, I know. He grew well, he up was... in North Minneapolis. Yeah. So. Oh, is it, did he? Okay. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah. Well, North Minneapolis was a good mixture of everybody. But, yeah. Yeah. I love funk, though. I might see my mom. You know, she grew up in the South in the 60s. I mean, she was in high school in the 60s, and she, what they called it was beach music, but it was all these black bands. Okay. And they would, all the white girls would go sneak off to the beach to go see them because they didn't want to listen to that kind of, you know, that kind <laughs> of music. to the beach. But she loved it. She loved R&B. She, so I grew up with, like, Motown and okay. stuff Dope. in my household, so I love, and I love funk. I knew we got along for a reason. <laughs> Well, he collaborated, I think, a lot with George Clinton. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, so it, have you gone to Paisley Park since No, I, 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 got to go, I got to go tomorrow. You okay. have I to got, go. I got to at least ride by it or <laughs> No, you got to go in I got to go in? Yeah. Is the lines are still you, long and all no, that type of stuff? No, you Truth be just... told, I ain't never been either. Bro. Really? What? Yeah, yeah I got to go see what Prince, man. I got to go see the I Paisley Park. I haven't been near it either. So. I'm going to be honest. Well, I'm going. I'm going to be honest. There. Growing up. It was almost like the Biggie and Tupac thing. I was more Michael than Prince. Oh, really? Yeah. And see, I was more Prince than Michael, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, my mom and them, like, we, like, and it was, I got, it was four, five of us all together, so we thought we was Jackson 5 and that. <laughs> but that's all we Which knew. one were you? Michael. You were know, Michael? Michael. everybody else was tall. Oh, okay, so yeah, Jackie and Jermaine. Yeah. And I, I was a fan of the Ruffle. <laughs> the ruffle, the, the ruffle shirt. The blouse. Yeah, the blouse of the prince. You know, I know. It was just something about when he used to just twirl that. <laughs> that Jerry little, Curl. That little right there. It was just something when he did that. I know. He was the like most that. feminine man that was straight that I've ever seen man, in my life. Yeah. He could wear high heels and steal your shirt. And I remember, remember he used to just hop off the couch, man, and do the splits with the heels <laughs> on, man. And I, and I remember they said that's why he had the, uh, he, he was taking painkillers for all them years. He was doing the splits. like Yeah, and Jumping off the stage equipment and stuff, and yeah, man. See, I was um, for me. See, Michael was an entertainer, right? But he wasn't a musician. You know what I mean? No, Thriller was pretty dope. Well, I mean, like he didn't didn't play any instruments. Yeah, I think the only instrument he really knew how to play was the piano, but he didn't do anything with the piano on stage. After the moonwalk, he ain't had to do nothing else. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I just loved how they had. Oh, do that lean? Yeah, yeah, Yeah. lean. I'm like, man, who is holding it? Where them strings? Where them strings? You know how they did that? The shoes are bolted to the floor. Yeah, he had he had these like s- slots built into his shoe, and it was a certain point on the floor where he I could see that it, slip his feet oh. in. Oh, so you nasty. taught me something right there. I didn't know that. Yeah, uh, trust me, I I watched all the behind the music <laughs> and all that stuff on VH1, and because I I was a big so Michael. Mike had slots in. Okay, I mm-hmm. can see that. And yeah. it's funny because moving to Minnesota from Mississippi, like all we knew, like we had some cousins here. All we knew is it got cold as hell and <laughs> Prince lived here. That's it. So then everybody tricked us. Like every purple house we saw, they was like, that's where Prince lived. Yeah. I like Prince lived on the goddamn North Minneapolis. <laughs> <laughs> well, he didn't grow up too far from there. Though. I no. know, but the house they were showing me, I was like, that ain't. That ain't purple rain right there. Yeah, well, yeah, every everything purple here is it's Prince related. That's what everybody says. But if you were when he was alive, mm-hmm. if you drove past Paisley Park and the 
at the one of the tops of the building, there's kind of like this pyramid glass dome. Okay. If that was lit up purple, that means Prince was there. Seriously? Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. Yep. I, that's one thing I regret. He would have these impromptu yeah, the parties. parties. Yeah, they say he'd be four hours late, and he'd just be right upstairs, but it was worth it yeah. when he came down. Yeah, and I, that was one thing I really wish I would have done. In room, bro. I did see him crazy, play live, yeah. though. I did see Prince live. Did you? Yeah, it was when the Special Olympics were here in 91 or 92. Okay. Um, my uncle was a regional uh, director for the Special Olympics, and we were having the opening ceremonies here, and Prince performed. And I was Damn. like 10 years old. And I was so fascinated. And my dad's like, it's pressing, you know, don't listen to that kind of music. It's too sexualized and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and I'm like, he's awesome, Dad. You don't understand. My mama, I remember when she did, when he did Kiss, like, you know, my mm -hmm. mama had one of them cassette tapes, 60 Minutes. Mm -hmm. And she put Kiss, just that one song, on both sides. <laughs> but right, right, right. Whole time. She'd record that song for me. And up to my soon as she got done, that, she just flip it over. <laughs> Same damn song. I'm like, mama. Yeah. I mean, Prince was a, a fantastic musician. And Chappelle's a huge fan of his. And I hate yes. I didn't get a chance yeah. to see him live, Chappelle man. actually came here. Last time he came here, it was right after Prince died. Or not the last time, but right after Prince died. He came and he stayed in town on purpose. Till it's Prince's birthday, and he threw a party, and he had some guys from Prince's band play nothing but Prince music from midnight to two o'clock in the morning. Oh wow, mm -hmm. that's, yeah. dope. That's, that's dope. That's dope. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I went to I went to First Ave. Um, they were the, the April when he passed away. They kept doing, it kept selling out, and the tickets were cheap. They were like ten bucks a ticket, and you can go to an all night Prince dance party in First Avenue. Where Damn. they filmed Purple Rain. Okay, I think okay. I did hear about that. And yeah, it, it was oh, it was so surreal just to sit there and hear Purple Rain being played in First Avenue right. with Prince and on then, his like, big screen. It was dope because then they lit up the bridge all purple. Mm -hmm. I remember seeing. I remember I was driving somewhere and I seen the whole bridge, 35W, all lit yeah. up purple. I was like, man. I know. I cried. I, I, he was a gem. Yeah. And, you know, and it, it was sad that he had that drug addiction, and, and right. of course, he had the yes men around him. Cause, of course. Because what was it, like a week and a half prior, he was on that airplane. Yeah, he had and they to had to land in Chicago. Yeah, and they tried yeah. to say it was like the flu or something, but he had a, he was overdosing. Because he canceled right. in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. He had to cancel some dates, yeah, but he did. came back and made it up, but okay. I was out of town, man. I just. They ugh. have that piano on display at Paisley Park. The one that that last piano that you I'm, toured I'm, with. Damn, you I'm gotta going, go. I'm going, you going. have to go. I'm going. To to fact, don't even pay me. Just give me a ticket to the pay me. To see, to stand, you get to stand in his recording right. studio. Studio, right? That's it's like crazy. A, I know, and you can just feel the essence of Prince everywhere throughout the whole building, and and to see his guitars, his iconic guitars, damn. just sitting right in front of you. You're like, wow. Is it far? No, no, it's not I, that far. Because uh, ain't it like in... Uh, it's in Chanhassen. Yeah. Right. So yeah. It's, it's it's not far at all. Especially it's probably for, like a 20, 25 minute drive from here. Prince worth it. Prince yeah. worth it. it. Prince, yeah, that's you, worth you, that. You, yeah, you, you know, you yeah. You're going to make me... Yeah. Yeah. We going to yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to yeah. get in there. Yeah. Yeah. Go on the page, Paul. Give me something to do. I come to Minnesota every leap year. I'm going to play the ball. And then go drive past First Ave. Right. Yeah, we'll be right down by there tonight. So that. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. That's like yeah. a ten minute drive. Yeah. Well, yeah. you're gonna be at the poorhouse this uh, tonight. Tonight. Just yeah. tonight. Uptown. Right? Yep. In uptown, and then the, the show is at seven thir or eight thirty. Eight thirty. Yep. Sorry, I got all these dates jumbled That's in my. Right. I'm, I, <laughs> it's been you're a week. You're doing a lot, man. <laughs> it's been a week. So um, I had I put. So you've been on. 
Comedy Central. Comedy Central, HBO. So what did you do on HBO? Uh, Def Comedy Jam. <gasps> I love Def Comedy. Yeah, I did. Do they Com- still do that? I don't have HBO anymore. They don't. They don't it's do it. it's a, like a spinoff. They did a spinoff called All Def Digital, mm-hmm. but it was still HBO. A little Russell involved and everything. So mm-hmm. I did the last season of that. So I did like three Def Jams. Oh, I used BET to. BT Comic View. Did oh. you attend the uh, 20th, 25th anniversary show? No, I missed that. I was. I, matter of fact, I was overseas. Then. I said you was. You was. I was overseas, uh, over there entertaining our troops. It was okay. I would have expected more, like, highlights from shows. Shows back in the day? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Chappelle part was genius. But Chappelle with D.L. Hoosley is... Unbelievable. Believable, yeah. yeah. They they just went at I mean, you know, impromptu just <laughs> they were the dome, just right. reading this reading thing, this thing, thing like, for man, they, they were like, cut that off. Y'all finna get this finna get us booed. This finna cut that off. This finna get us booed. So he goes, you you find out what that that wonderful public school reading. It's talking. <laughs> that, that, that lets you know, Lancey go to not to read publicly. Right. There you go. There yeah, you go. I, lo- I love Jeff Comedy Jam. I Well, I watched it when it was in its, you know. Prime. Prime back yeah, in the absolutely. 90s yeah. and stuff. Martin Lawrence, everything. Oh, yeah. Martin Lawrence, Joe yeah. Torrey. Joe Torrey. I mean, Bernie Mac. I, I don't even, I remember seeing That's, him. That made Bernie. Huh? Mm-hmm. That's I know. That's 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 I remember tip. seeing him, and then when I was going back and looking, I'm like, Oh my God! I didn't realize that was Bernie Mac right. that I was well, watching. I just, I doing watching that, I realized that Chappelle was on there, and yep. he mm-hmm. had that. He was the guy. He was the guy with the high voice. There. Yep. And I was like, he looked so minute. young too. He, he was. That was Dave Chappelle. I think yep. he right. was only like 19 when if he did that. Yeah. Like Dave that, started when he was, he was 14, so he he did a lot of lying about his age. To get mm-hmm. on the stuff, you know. What yeah, I'm saying? yeah. I, I wish they. I wish that would be more um, out there, like that was accessible the, for people. Yeah, I tell people, so that was the one show where if you did that show, mm-hmm. if you didn't make it, it was your fault. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like that don't exist no more. It was kind of like the Johnny Carson yeah, of that platform don't exist no more because I'm I'm a huge fan of, and I, that's like even JJ. I seen he toured with Cedric Entertainer. I seen him perform before I even started doing comedy. Mm-hmm. It was that long ago, and I was like, and I liked him even more because he was from Mississippi, and it was just so raw, and it's, it just felt like I was just talking to my cousins. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that's why it was it was so popular because it just was that raw comedy. Raw where comedy, you, yeah. everybody off the dome, everybody yeah. had their own yeah flavor yeah. style. And you know, just mixed different so personality. Yeah. South, you had New York, you had the West, and everybody did it different. Mm-hmm. But it was hilarious. Well, and that's one thing I, I really like about Dave Chappelle's new special, Sticks and Stones, I yeah. think it's called. Yep. Um, it's just so raw, and he's like, he just doesn't give a shit. Shit, man. Yeah. What you he think? goes there, yeah. yeah. And, I, and yeah. I heard him do that. I, I, He's been working on that since May, so I've seen him do that live a couple times. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Dave, we ain't going to make it up pop this <laughs> <laughs> Well, just, I'm like, like, oh, let me leave now. <laughs> no, he just, it got to a point where all these, the Me Too movement and everything else oh. became the, the newest form of bullying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And well, he turned and he flipped it on his flipped head. Yeah. And Sticks and Stones is an old saying. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? An old, and like I tell people, so they even do nothing he 
don't already do. Dude, you know I mean, you expected that from him. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. been doing you that for he, years. You knew he pushed the button. Right. Look at any of his specials. Yeah, he it's pushed just the, the button. The world's changed, so everybody else was like, oh, you can't do that. Dave's mm-hmm. like, Psh, watch. But he exactly. Does it, he does it such in a dope way. Yeah, not, not just everybody you know, can do yeah, it. Yeah, you know. Yeah. And I think that's part of when he gave that money back. Like, if he would have never gave the money back, he'd have never been able to do that special like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He's the only person that can do that and get away with it. Yeah, well, he's kind of like Don Rickles. I mean, Don Rickles did that. And he ain't in the belly of the beast. Yeah. That's what I love about you. I can just hit you up and be like, hey, man. I remember I hit him up. I was like, who do I contact about booking? He was like, you talking to him. (laughs) (laughs) I I cut out the middleman. He was in Japan. I was like, done. Thank God for uh, the internet. I got you. (laughs) What do you mean? To get me. People can't call Dave a hypocrite. Mm -hmm. No. But um, you can, but I mean, yeah. right. So you traveled with um, Cedric the Entertainer after he, after the after the Kings of Comedy. Everybody went their separate ways, right? You know, everybody went their um, individual ways and started doing their own tours. And I, you know, I just kicked it with his uh, management for a while out of St. Louis, and they just I brought was going to ask board. you, did yeah. he drag you to that depressing city? I can say that because I'm from St. Louis. St. Louis? Yeah. But you know what? And I'm not just saying this. I have a ball when I go to St. Louis, though. I get But you. maybe it's just because I'm only there two days. It's kind of like Vegas. Yeah, it's like Vegas. When I go to St. Louis, you know, I might, you might, I might wake up at the Ark. <laughs> First 18 years of my life there. Just, St. Louis. I go home because most of my my... Most of my siblings still live there. Okay. Okay. Seven out of the eight siblings I have. Dang. And um, it's just, I go home and I get depressed. Cause wow. Because it's just, just watching it just die and die and die and die. And okay. It's, like, it's that bad there, huh? Yeah, it's just like Gary and Detroit. It's That's just same reason I don't go to Mississippi. I'm like, dying. Mississippi, like a third world country. I don't know. St. Louis to me is alluring. Like I want. I, yeah, I've been but to you, Liberty, but, Missouri, in Kansas you go, City, Missouri. Most people when they go, they go downtown where everything's great. Mm-hmm. They, they don't, don't see the the outskirts. Vent, right, or get off the exit. Right. Areas that you know. I Plus, you know what it used to be. Right. You know what I'm saying? When you got something to compare it to, that's that's kind of tough. Mm-hmm. Well, I thank St. Louis for Nelly because I'm a big Nelly fan. <laughs> <laughs> the Lou. I, you know, and some of the music that you can tell, you can tell like in hip hop where the music's coming from. Yeah. And and Nelly had that distinctive St. Louis sound to it. I remember, yeah, because my mom had a friend from St. Louis and she always said her. And we used to laugh her. as kids. Her. Boy, yeah. we laughed out. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're they going to use them two R's. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, they're going to put them all. Yeah, her, 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 yeah. Burr, and cough. And they'll add S's to, mm-hmm. to words. Like, um, yeah, I, I worked with a guy from St. Yeah, I worked with a guy uh, from St. Louis, and he would say, well, how he said, how did he say salmon? Salamons. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, it's salmon. He's like, it is? And I'm like, yeah, I know. It's, it, it looks like it's salamon, but it's... Not in St. Louis. But he would, he would add S's to things, too. But, yeah, we got to take a quick commercial break. We'll okay. be right back more with Adrian Washington and J.J. Williamson. We're having a lot of fun today. I love Fridays. It's comedy. Yeah, that, that comedy. Yeah, Friday. Yeah, it's Friday. Love. All right, we'll Friday. be right back after this quick commercial break. Tom Bernard here with CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Great to have you here, Michael. Always a pleasure to be with you, Tommy. 
So you're splitting the tab at lunch or pitching in on a gift for a coworker. Maybe you got to pay that football pool entry fee and you need to settle up now. What do you do if you don't have cash on hand? You could use one of those third-party transferring services that comes with fees and takes days. But how secure are they? Why not send money quickly and safely with the click of a button without the hassle of a middleman? What's the answer, Michael? The X-Chat Gap, brought to you by your local community bank. It's safe, secure, and simple to use. The X-Check app. Simply add a new contact by entering their name, phone number, and email into the app. Enter a dollar amount and then initiate the transfer. To accept the payment, the contact simply enters their bank information through a secure link sent via text or email. X-Check. Safe and simple from my banker, North American Banking Company. A better banking experience. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. If you're one of those folks out there still putting up with contact lenses or dealing with glasses, think just for a moment, what would it be like to wake up to a clear morning and experience your day with all the freedom LASIK brings? Well, I'm living proof. That dream can come true. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. With the new year right around the corner, it's time to set your sights on 2020 vision. Get $500 off LASIK through the end of the year at Whiting Clinic. If you're like me, not a big fan of glasses and contacts, then it's time for you to find out if you're a candidate for LASIK. Call 855-554-2020 or visit whitingclinic.com for your free LASIK consultation. The great people at Whiting Clinic will take fantastic care of you, just like they did for me. Imagine 2020, buy 2020, and let 2020 be your best year yet with $500 off LASIK at Whiting Clinic. Offer expires December 31st, 2019. Both eyes only cannot be combined. Results may vary. I'm working on it. It's not going to change. Does this bring back memories? <laughs> Man. Uh, I might get my mama to come to the show. She hears this kid play. Oh, that's funny. That is so funny to me. Well, my mother banned us from listening to Controversy. Oh, I love that song. Why? Because she misheard the word Controversy. <laughs> what did she think it was? She thought it said "got your." Oh. And she, we were like dancing in the house or something, and she's like, "You guys can't listen to that song." We're all like, "Why not?" It's just, and she's like, "Because it's a dirt." And it's like, "No, he's not swearing." And told my oldest sister. <laughs> What you. she thought it was, and my sister, like, no. Did you have the cassette with like all the the <laughs> lyrics to show her? Yeah, my dad. Had, my dad was a weekend. He worked in a factory Monday through Friday, but Saturdays and Sunday he was a weekend. Or Fridays and Saturdays he was a weekend DJ. So mm-hmm. we always had the latest music, music and, and whatnot. So we were playing the record. Polly should have just pulled out the sleeve and said, here, look at the words. Yeah. Well, now that you brought up your dad, you know I'm going to have to play it. No. No. You can leave that alone. His dad, when they, when his dad was in a mood, like mad, he would go into a room and play Disco Inferno. And they go, oh, dad's mad. <laughs> Time to leave. Hey, he lets you know. Yeah. <laughs> well, Two-minute warning. Well, I tell everybody, you play it right So would he, would he go into a room and just shut the door and play it? He would come home in a mood. Mm-hmm. You know, Did y'all know before he played it? No, not really. <laughs> but it was kind of like, you know, you'd be on pins and needles when he got home, and then it was like, 
All right, we haven't heard the song, so he's... <laughs> but That's funny. He would come home because he had just had an eighth grade education because he went in a service at 14. Mm -hmm. His parents lied about his age and said he was 16, but he was. we found out he was 14 when he went, went into the Army, fought in the Korean War. Okay. And... Um, and so at his job, he was always passed over promotions because he um, didn't have an education. Mm -hmm. And he would all, always come home frustrated by that. So, you know, he, he, he would literally train the people who would later become his boss. And that was a cycle that continued and continued and continued and continued. That sucks. Where he was married, you know, my mother, they were married 58 years. She was getting... Promotion after promotion after, and so that's a that was a hard thing for a black man back then. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, so, well, especially just for a man because they right. they want to be the provider and the it's kind of in well, your gene. He, he made good. He made really good money. I mean, the two of them to raise nine kids. Mm-hmm. We were poor. Oh, trust me, never, I know. I know. But we never thought <laughs> we were poor. We didn't go without. Okay. We were never on aid or assistance or anything like that. Right. And our Christmases were just, we don't, to this day, we laugh. We get together and laugh and try to figure out how they would pull that off. Yeah. Off and everything, yeah. right. The whole living right, right. room would just be, be full. Full. <laughs> like, wait a minute. I know. I thought y'all said y'all broke. <laughs> Dave and I go through that every year with all the kids. Because yeah, we all got nine together? Well, we have, we, we, total we have 11. He's got yeah. four adult children. We have six in the house. And he's got one son that comes over on the weekends. Okay. So it, usually, like, if I have all the kids, we... On the weekends, it's usually seven kids in the house, ranging from 17 down to seven. Oh, wow. And my youngest, the one that's out there. I have the one youngest. kid full-time, and I'd be like, how can we get rid of this? You <laughs> <laughs> ain't got nobody house you want to spend a night in. No, I tell you, man, they suck your soul right out of you. Man. And they, but it, it's a joy. I, It's what I live for. Oh, yeah. You know, it keeps me when up, she, gets me up every morning. Yeah. When she gone, like during the day when they had my wife at work and my daughter's at school, I'd be like, man, what am I doing? I know. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's when I usually make <laughs> sad videos. You know what I'm saying? Right, 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 right. Cowboy jersey home, Yeah, she get home from school. Be I mean, watching the clock like, ain't the, ain't the bell about to ring? He's like, he's like a, a dog that waits by the door. Just to, right, right. You got to act like you don't miss him. I know. Then I they know. get on your nerves, but ten minutes later you're like, "On to your room." Go on, man. I just I, want to see you. That's it. All right. Make sure you straight. Straight. All, all right. Bye. I know it's 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 a delicate, my oldest, delicate thing to be yeah, a parent. My oldest son, he'll be at the show tonight. I got a 24 year old, so he'll oh, be really? there tonight. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, fun. Does yeah. he like coming to you and watching you yeah. do stand up? I be talking big shit to him too. <laughs> like, man, do you have for in your set? Do you talk about him or anything? All I gotta do is look at him. Some come up. Some will come up. Yeah. But last time we we end up wearing the same shirt. He had the same one Mike shirt on, same color. Oh. And I was like, man, then his friends be with him. So they, this friends he went to college with. So I let him know who he really is. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> on stage. Right. That's funny. Yeah. But it's, it's dope to have your kids still want to be a part of that. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. He come yeah. out and have a good time. Well, I think it's fun. You know, my kids get interested in the work that I do. And I try mm -hmm. and, you know, let them know. I let, let them listen to the shows. You know, like I have my youngest one here with me. Right. right. Thanks to MEA Week. <laughs> but, uh, um, but, yeah, I think it's kind of cool when kids 
find interest in what their parents do. Um, Dude, yeah. yeah my, he, came, he came out to Vegas with me and everything. Yeah, yeah my son, he checked me out a couple of times. Yeah. And then, you know, I got grandkids. So mm-hmm. he, my granddaughter just told me the other day, you're like, I want to do what Paw Paw do. For real? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so she cute. does have a great how many personality. Years you, how many years you got in I'm 24. Okay. Yeah, I'll I be I'll be 25 in January of doing stand up. Wow. 25 years. Man, and you just what turned 50? I just turned 50, yeah, so I had a big birthday bash in Atlanta. Said oh, said entertainer came and host for me. Nephew Tommy came down. That was I showed me some love. Man. Yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, they showed me a lot of love. I, well, I, I happy, felt yeah. My brother was five oh. The one other sibling that doesn't live in St. Louis lives in Atlanta. In Atlanta, okay. So he was probably at your. <laughs> Ain't no telling. Yeah, cause it, it was nice. It was a nice turnout and everything. People, I had the room decorated, live band, music, food. And everything, so yeah, Sid brought me out and everything, man. So everybody was suited and booted, real grown. You know, it got a little ratchet at the end (laughs) because I had Pastor Troy, (laughs) and you know, we ready, we ready. This thing, you know, it might start coming on out there. So do you like coming to Minneapolis and working the comedic Minneapolis? I do, I, and I, I wish I can come more. I mean, mm-hmm. I've, I've only been here, this probably my fourth time That's in 25 years. Yeah. yeah, well, just don't come in the winter. Yeah, I just, when I got out the car, I said, man, where the June shows <laughs> <That's okay>. at? <laughs> you got to get you for the November, December show. Well, see, the problem, though, in Minnesota is because our weather is horrific in the winter, and it's long. I mean, our winters yeah, yeah, are like winters six are to seven months, months long. So the problem that comedians have when they come here when the weather's nice. Ain't nobody at the show. Nobody wants to. Because we want to enjoy the outdoors while we can because we have, like, a three-month window <laughs> to enjoy it. You and, know? He, and he did say that. Yeah, and now, I, now I get I get it yeah. when it, for the real cold, cold cities. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. Man, that's June when they, through August. And, and, and you got to remember, comedy's like an early thing. So at 8 o'clock at night, it's still broad daylight outside. Right. And it's, you know, 70, 80 degrees I'm like man I ain't going to sit in no building right right, right so right, I don't even right. do shows I've been doing shows at my venue now this is my 11th season I've so never... you only do it when it's cold yep I do um, so it's like a September seasonal. to May oh wow yep May yep. everybody open them cabins up they gone bro yeah that's like the perfect because May it can still be cool yep. out yep. and stuff and then September that's when it starts kind of getting cool at night and the sun goes down or right yeah. mm-hmm. so like from like Mid-September to probably mm-hmm. mid-May so that, is the prime. That's why I tell new comics, I say, hey, if you're making some money, I say, put that fall and winter money away. Yeah, you, you know got to put some money away because you, you don't have those slow seasons. Yeah. Those, yeah. those moments, and, and, those times. And that's ours, man. Unless you can get to, like, a resort or you get somewhere where you can perform outside, it ain't nothing popping. I'm surprised in Minnesota we don't do more of that, like, outdoor comedic venues. That right. would be kind of cool. Because I was just with Chappelle and Rogan, man, in uh, Salt Lake City. Mm-hmm. And they did an amphitheater, 23,000 people. Wow. Mm-hmm. It was bananas. Well, we have amphitheaters, wow. like, at our casinos, like at Treasure right. Island right. and stuff like yep, that. Yeah, I see. Yep. Well, I, that's where I um, actually saw Don, Don Rickles. Oh, really? Yeah. And he 
found me in the audience. <laughs> <laughs> he found you. He found me in the audience. He gave me the brother treatment. Oh. Ain't that right, brother? <laughs> I was like, oh, God. Yeah, he God. saw you. Well, I saw, I went to, and I saw the Martin Short and Steve Martin okay. comedy tour thing that they were doing at the amphitheater at Treasure Island. But I haven't really seen much more of People, of They that. don't do it. Really? Yeah, we do a lot, you know, because they got all the rap concerts. They'll do Summerfest and or Somerset and all that stuff, mm -hmm. but it's never comedy. Really? Never comedy outside. There's a rap tour coming down down there this um, this month, the next oh, month. Oh, it's MC Hammer. Yeah, the Hammer. <laughs> yeah, Hammer. 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 Hammer and uh, some other people. I was a I huge MC Hammer fan so much that my first hamster was named MC Hamster. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I would hold him up and he would kick out his legs and he was doing the hammer dance. It was so cute. Um, yeah, he's Keith doing... Keith Sweat be there on the 22nd. I Keith Sweat, whatever yeah. happened to him. Keith's still doing it. Got me he's twisted. still doing his time. Yeah, Keith still, Keith still looks the same. <laughs> Is he he's still, still begging? No, he's still whining. He's still whining. Janet Jackson just performed there last month. Did she? Yeah, at Treasure Island. Yeah, I, I've um, been trying to keep that open on my calendar, like low key, without telling people I got something going on that day. But I was like, if I don't feel that day, and it's like two days after my birthday. Mm -hmm. So I was like, man, I told my wife, we're going to see Keith. Yeah, well, it'd be because I, I think at the State Fair, during the Minnesota State Fair, they've kind of introduced some. Like, they had Impractical Jokers, I yep. think. That would be a good venue, too, to do, like, a... I got to work on my cousin. <laughs> on your cousin? Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, I don't know. Because those have to be family-friendly. Yeah, friendly. it's all family-friendly. Well, I wonder, I'm wondering if they could do, like, an 18 and up thing. Not, like, not if they do it inside of a building. Uh-huh. Yeah. But okay. if it's like, because I've done one for like a county fair mm -hmm. outside and they got speakers sitting everywhere. So oh, I suppose. Everybody can hear what you're saying. You know what I mean? So yeah. there's more people walking past laughing than the people sitting there laughing. Right. Yeah. So you got to kind of keep but I think at the grandstand, that would be, probably be like a good venue, I would think. I used for to work in a school. Comedy show. Funny thing about me is parents think their kids don't cuss. When you're a kid, when you ain't around. What? Oh, I know. <laughs> I know. I hear my kids. My son cuss. Ain't slip some in front of me. <laughs> Damn, shit, Dad. I mean, uh, you know what I mean. <laughs> I, trust me, I hear my kids cuss all the time. They don't know that I hear it, but Man. I hear it. Oh, I yeah. Oh, I tell yeah. That's so why I don't know why, why, why we still trying to censor that part. You know what I'm saying? Like, Especially those, because if you think about it, PG thirteen movie, you can mm -hmm. still say the f word at least one time, and yeah. it's to be PG thirteen. Well, listening to the videos they listen to on like YouTube yeah. and TikTok oh, yeah. and all these uh, social media apps. I tried telling apps. the kids at my school. I said, "Hey man, y'all could they be like, Mister Watch? We watched all your videos on YouTube over the uh, weekend." I'm <laughs> like, "Man, y'all don't supposed to be watching that." One kid was like, "Hey," he said, "We he said we could be watching worse." Yeah, I true. said, "You know what?" Keep watching. Yeah. yeah. Get them views up from yeah. you. Yeah. You got something you can tag on to that joke? <laughs> Make sure you share that right. stuff yeah, yeah. with your friends. What but cuss words should I say? <laughs> yeah, what y'all say these right, days? Right, right. No, I, um, I was on the coaching staff of my son's high school football team. It was funny because it was his staff was partly made up of former gopher football players who were guys I took care of when they were – playing at the U. Okay. And when they took the job they coach at his high school, of course they reached out to me because they wanted me to help. And my son would come off the field swearing and this, that, and the other, and I'd look over at him and he'd go, <laughs> put his head down. Yeah, right. I wouldn't say a word. I'd just look over and just like, 
That's that what's funny. That's the funny thing about it. Cause like my mom, I'd be like, "Ma, you gonna come to the show?" She's like, "No, nah, you talk too much bad talk." I said, "Ma, you taught me all this." Right. <laughs> you taught me all right. This, bro. Oh, and that's the part she don't want to come here. I said, "Yeah, you're in the church now. You don't want them to know the real." Bro. Right. <laughs> right. Well, I try. I try and introduce like raw comedy to my kids. Um, like I, I've been contemplating if I should watch the Chappelle show with my oldest son. How old is he? He's he's fifteen. He can handle it. He can you handle think it. so? Yeah. Oh, got My it. son 14, so yeah, he can handle it. Okay. Because, yep. you know, I just don't want him to think that he could just go around saying certain things. But that's the part you got to let him know. Like, yeah. This is entertaining. That's right. My daughter said something the other day to me. And she's just like, she said something. <laughs> my wife was braiding her hair. She said something about her eyes. And then my wife's like, you can't say that. My daughter like, daddy say stuff like that all the time. <laughs> I said, yeah, but I ain't in school no more. Yeah. <laughs> right. kick me right. out. Yeah, well, so my jokes feed you. Well, I just I want I want my kids to know that they don't have to be so PC like what everybody's teaching them to be. And I think being self-deprecating and have people kind of make fun of you in a good way is good for like said, mental every, health. Everybody need bullies. Yeah, well, everybody need bullies. We're going in thirty seconds or so. We're going to go to a commercial break. But I want to ask you I'm gonna, when we come back. I'm going speaking of that. PC and all that. I got a question for you guys about a real life situation that's going on in Madison, Wisconsin right now. Okay. Oh, so we're gonna get deep, aren't yeah. we? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, we're gonna take a quick commercial break. Again, we have Adrian Washington. We have JJ Williamson. They're gonna be at the Poor House tonight, eight thirty. I will post a link for tickets. Okay. And then St. Cloud at the Red Carpet Event Center tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow? What time is that show? 8.30 also. At 8.30. Yep. Perfect. All right. So well, y'all got me two days. <laughs> two days. What segment are we even in? I think we're in the third segment. I tell you, it's one of those days. It's Friday. Thank goodness. All right. We'll take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Saber and Bryant, whatever it takes. It's Tom telling you that you can lose an average of 26.2 pounds on the 40-day weight loss program powered by Nutramost. I lost 92.5 pounds in less than five months, thanks to the Sheehy Brothers and the Ultimate Wellness and Weight Loss Program powered by Nutramost. And I encourage you to let them help you lose weight as they teach you how to stay healthy and keep that weight off. Take it from me, having a coach keeps you accountable and it makes achieving your goals so much easier. Let the ultimate wellness and weight loss program powered by Nutramost help you. Schedule your immediate consultation or attend the Nutramost free dinner at 6.30 p.m. on Monday, August 19th at Jake's in Plymouth. Call now, 763-333-7337. That's 763-333-7337. Study data comes from clients submitted data to a third party for tracking of daily weight loss and progress through the Nutramost weight loss programs. See website for full disclaimer details. I know, you got me in a Prince mood now. Prince. I'll probably have to jam Prince. to this while I'm unpacking my house. Oh, I tell you. Trying to unpack a house that's a two-family, you know, combined family. Oh, my God, you don't realize how much crap you have until you move. Oh, I bet. Oh. 
another five years and was highly thought of. And the teacher was? Yes. So he'll get a job somewhere else. Well, then. was the student punished for using that word? If it, Does it zero tolerance for uh, the students as well? Not at all. Guaranteed. Oh, jeez. Not at all. Guaranteed. It said that that student was suspended, didn't say expelled. No, nah, he ain't going to get expelled. No, nah, he ain't going to get expelled. Because they're going to say he got an IEP or some shit like that. <laughs> right. <laughs> and. <laughs> Sorry. That's I'm I have two saying. kids with IEPs, right. so I know exactly what For those who don't about. know, that's individual education plan. Yes. Because I used to be like, why? I'm like, this kid just whooped. Three kids' ass in gym this morning. Why are he sitting at lunch dancing? Right. I know. You know what I'm saying? And they be like, well, you know, he got IEP, so we can't just. I'd be like, man, that's a, that's a cop-out for some kids. Right. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, they, they kids aren't stupid. Hell no, they ain't they, stupid. They know that that crutch is there. Yeah. And, and it. The bad thing about it is right, parents, they act parents out. use it more of a crutch, crutch than kids do. Right. It's like, because mm-hmm. parents don't want to be bothered nah. with them, and they want the school to raise their child. Right. Like, then, like, then you find out, like, damn, you ain't even got no job. You could have had this little badass at home all day. Right. Yeah, the only reason why I have two children uh, with IEP is because I have two children on the spectrum. Yeah. And my son, mm-hmm. Mason, he was on. He had a 504 plan. Yeah, because my oldest son was diagnosed, well, they, I don't know, really call it diagnosis, but he's Asperger's with high functioning autism. And then my youngest boy out there, he's kind of on the spectrum okay. as well. So, it, what it does for them, and, and I'm glad that, that I have that in the school district that I'm in, it, they're fantastic right. with their IEPs. I love it. I would never move my kids out of this district. Um, like with my oldest son, like when he does tests and stuff, mm-hmm. he, he can't. A quieter. Yeah, yep. he can't be, because like mm-hmm. the sound of somebody tapping a pencil will completely yeah. grab his brain and he can't My function. My son had it for the exact same reason. Yeah, yep. and, or if like if he hears and a conversation. But them ain't the kids running and, around right, cussing but, people out and kicking ass. Oh, no. Right. And then it just became, being like, I can't IAP, go to school. Right, mm-hmm. IEPs became the dumping ground for mm-hmm. bad behavior or, or misbehaving children mm-hmm. because parents didn't want to deal with them. Right. Yeah. Well, ki- kids today... They don't respect adults and, and elders the, the way they, when I was growing up, yeah. I would never, ever talk to my that's, parents the way I hear kids. That's part of the problem. Oh, yeah. like Hell no. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I get to ask I would have been all bones by now. <laughs> I know, right? I was just, talking, now. To my, I was just oh. talking to my sister about this last night. There's 10 of us. I said, remember, man, mama, when we couldn't even use the word lie. Uh-huh. We used to be like, hey, mama, he told a story. Uh-huh. <laughs> we couldn't say funky. Because funky was too close to something else. Yeah. My mom heard you say funky, you got an ass whooping. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I remember I had moved out, and like the four younger kids, they 13, 14. I I go back to visit. Mm -hmm. I hear what they talking about. I said, when did all this happen? Mm -hmm. I said, you you, you tired? Is that what it is? Because we got a ass whooping. If you thought we said something. (laughs) Yeah, I know. And that's the problem with the schools is the teachers don't have no power. Exactly. And the kids know it. Kids, yeah. What you going to do? Yeah. I remember when I worked there, and I was a security, and I did a mentor, and I remember this kid went through the whole school telling everybody, F you, for them to my hours. Two hours. He telling everybody, F you, I ain't doing nothing. I looked at him one day. I said, hey, I took my walkie off. Mm-hmm. I said, hey, I'm about to lose my job, and guess who I'm about to lose it on? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just like that. Yeah. And what? he looked at me. He was like, uh-oh. He's like, man, you talking to a kid like that? I said, oh, now you want to be a kid. kid. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I told him, I said, where I'm from, it's certain words, even to this day, it's common time. It's certain things you say to me, 
you done went past so we we gonna talk you know yeah. what I'm saying? You, you done said something that ain't no talking to bro I hope you know how to fight because that's what we about to do right yeah you know what I'm saying and I said dude you been in here telling everybody and every yeah. and they was talking about the IEP and all that I said man I don't need this job I was just trying to get to heaven I'm gonna <laughs> put these hands on your ass <laughs> I know I I I know I can't believe some of the stuff I hear come out of kids' mouths today towards adults. And I, I, feel, I feel bad for I'm teachers. I'm adults with authority. I know. <laughs> I feel bad for teachers because their hands are tied. If they do anything, the kids are, are claiming mm -hmm. harassment. They're right, claiming... Yeah. Um, I remember we broke up a fight. The girl was like, he held me up against the locker by my neck. I was like, look at the camera. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's what they said. It's like, you can't grab them. Like, how are they going to stop fighting then if you can't grab them? Right. You know what I'm You're just supposed to talk them down? Right. Stand in between them as they both hit you. Right. Because yeah, I, I told them that when I started, you hit me. Watch. I'm, I, you might as well go ahead and pull out your phone. Let me get my YouTubes up. Yeah, I know. It, it's, yeah. it's sad. I'm going to lose my job. Right. I'm going to get some likes, right. though. <laughs> That's hilarious. When I get out, I'm going to be popping. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, I just wanted to get you guys to read on that yeah. because... When I heard my antennas immediately went up, it's like, this is more political correctness gone wrong. Wrong. Big time. And that would be a great skit for Chappelle to do, politically correctness. Because you remember he had, uh, what was it, um, keeping it real. Yeah, oh, keeping it real God, goes wrong. <laughs> yeah. That was a great yeah, skit. Was good. So yeah. to, have, uh, keep, uh, to have politically correctness go wrong. Mm-hmm. That would that would be a hell of a skit to do. Well, I, I, to me, I can't being a comedian today. It's got to be tough. Do you know what? You just gotta own who you are. Yeah, mm -hmm. and that's what yeah Chappelle did. That's what you I, do. Yeah. If, if you own yeah. who you are, they won't bother you. Right. Mm -hmm. But if they know they can say something to get you to right. kind of think get about rattled. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, that's, and they, they, yeah. And yeah. that goes back to my com, my new comment that I when I tell people now is, oh, more bullying. Mm -hmm. And they just stand back and look at me. I said, what's the difference between this guy calling you this, this, and this and trying to push you around and you trying to push me around by the way you want me to act? Mm -hmm. I said, they're both a form of bullying if you want to be true. And, right. And I feel you just think it's okay. Right. And mm -hmm. I said, there's just one where people think, well, this is the correct way to act. I said, according to who? Right, to who? I said, I, my, you know, <laughs> me putting my hands on somebody or stealing something or this, that, if I'm actually harming somebody. Yeah. Yeah, that's not good. But, you know, to. to <laughs> I got a joke about that. My brother was getting ready to get locked up, right? And the police was knocking on his door. Mm -hmm. They was like, it's in your best interest to come out. He said, my interest and your interest is two different things. <laughs> <laughs> he said, for me, it's my best interest to stay, stay in here. <laughs> Man, right. he told me that I laughed so hard. Because <laughs> I, I know he said it for real, too. Well, I know. And it's, I think it's good to, you know, kind of be self-deprecating, make fun of... I, I think it's funny to make fun of stereotypes because they're not... And they're all true to a point. That's why they stereotype. Yeah. I know. You know and what I'm saying? You know, but yeah, people... we all did it. It didn't kill us, man. Mm -hmm. I know. I tell my kids now, I said, man, y'all wouldn't have made it off my bus stop. Uh -huh. You know what I'm saying? I said, if you ain't know how to talk trash, you stood at the other side right. of the bus yeah. stop. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you got on the bus, you sat right up front where uh, you were safe, safe at. at. You ain't that middle to the back. Chris Rock and his, tr his trombone. I mean, not tr I always say trombone. Tambourine. Tambourine. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. Special. 
talks about bullying and he talks about his, taking his daughter to school and they said we have no bullying here he's yeah, like yeah i'm taking my daughter out of the school right, right. yeah <laughs> i know said, this that's the only way they learn how to get along and, and figure things a, up he made a great point he said that's the problem with trump a right. real bullies showed up he mm-hmm. said a real now bullish. everybody's just right. like what do we do? I'm offended. I'm offended. Yeah, right. I'm offended that like, you're offended. He ain't never tell. He ain't never told you he was presidential. Mm-hmm. Nowhere. He's exactly. He's been the same. One thing about him. He consistent as hell. <laughs> he's been the same. <laughs> he's same bullshit. Exactly. Oh, I love Chris Rock. One of my favorite lines Absolutely. is when he was talking about Michael Jackson walking into court looking like Captain Crunch. I, I, I hit the floor laughing so hard when I heard that. Because <laughs> it's true. He did walk around looking like Captain, Captain Crunch. <laughs> Tell him to go to Brooks Brother and get his He's one of the ones I've never seen like. Yeah, he'd be great to see yeah, live. Yeah, he's one of the ones I've never seen live. I've seen pretty much everybody else I wanted to see. I know. If When Chappelle comes back into town, I, I have you. to I go. <laughs> he, he, I'm telling you, when his when he comes to town, his tickets are gone. Seconds. In se- mm. Yes. Seconds. It is so hard to get. But, and but you know what was dope and to see? Show. Like, he, he did his seventh show, and I'm sitting right there by them. And uh, the guy told me, he's like, hey, the seventh show sold out already. He's like, yes. I was like, you surprised? <laughs> I was like, you can do that seven more times. Then. I know. You can probably do 20 was, shows Yeah, there. it was dope to see that he still was excited about that part. I said, yeah, you know what them tickets were, they so you already spent that money. That's what that was. <laughs> yeah. to, me, to me, I think Chappelle is our, our Richard Pryor of our generation. By With our generation. I told him that. I said, because uh, I got a tattoo of Richard Pryor right here. I said, when you die, Dave, I'm going to get you to but you got to be dead first. He said, damn. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I said, because I can't do it now, and then you do something crazy. Now, I got you on me, you know what I'm right, saying? I said, right. I got to know you gone. All the stories, like, the same with Richard. I know Richard how I know him. Y'all have make up the stories y'all yeah, want to, yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So That's awesome. But well, um, uh, you had Sticks and Stones with Dave Chappelle, and now you have Paper Tiger with Bill, Bill Burr. Burr. That's dope, too. Mm-hmm. It's he, almost like the white version of the, right. Sticks exactly. and Stones. Yeah, it's kind of like, yeah, that option. And he did it in England. Yeah, yep. and it's so great. Yeah. Well, Bill Burr did a lot of writing on the Chappelle show and appeared yeah. in a lot of stuff. And and Bill Burr, like his last two, I wasn't too impressed by. Right. Oh, so, really? so yeah, it was good Here's to see the, him. It was. It got too. It was too. And actually, the last one before that was shot in black and white. It was just like the humor was dark, the lighting was dark. It was. Like, it's almost like he did it because it was time to put out a special. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, I think they're all just great comedic genius, and they, they'll just sit there and say whatever they want. And I think that is the best. Well, that's why I wish you can come see him. This dude's a, he's a one of my one of my guys to. who's a huge he, he's a comedian too. He's a magician. He's a promoter, and he lives down in uh, Odessa, Texas. He booked me down there, and I posted. He seen my picture of me and you. He messaged me, said that dude's on another level. <laughs> I, I said I know. It. Yeah, man. I said I know, bro. It's gonna be fun tonight. Do you have any specials for people who can't see your? I, actually, I do. I have a thirty-minute special on Kevin Hart's LOL Network right now. Okay. So that's the third, that's out right now, and then I have my, of course my, I'm on the classic, Def Jam. Mm-hmm. You can catch me on that too. But oh, right now God. my 30 minute special is on LOL. That's Network. awesome. Got two on there actually. 
two of them. Well, yeah, the Thirty Minute Special and the Montreal Comedy Festival one. Oh, I'll definitely have. And to they check both were produced by Kevin Hart, so. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah so. I see a lot. I love trying to find new ways and venues to to watch stand up comedy. <laughs> I'm always yeah. watching it on right. Netflix and stuff. <laughs> so hopefully you'll get a Netflix. Special, there you go. That that would my, be my, huge. my time is coming. <laughs> so y'all better be. Hey, y'all better subscribe. Look, JJ <laughs> from the Sip. Yeah. <laughs> Do and it now. People can follow you on Twitter, right? Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, JJ from the SIP, JJ from the T H E, educated the. I went to school. <laughs> <laughs> JJ from the SIP. That's short for Mississippi. So yeah. And they can follow you on Twitter as well. Yeah, uh, my Twitter, mine's on different. Uh, I know. Mine's Adrian A Dub on Twitter. On Instagram, it's Funny Man Adrian W. So that's Funny Man Adrian W. And then I also have a podcast too that I need you to come to my. Podcast called Comedy and Kinfolk. Okay. Yep. So the I word comedy. Okay. Uh, the symbol and and the word kinfolk. So that's been going great, man. I'm on my twelfth episode. I just did it before I got here. So yeah, tonight we are at the Poorhouse Uptown. You can still get tickets at poorhouseminneapolis.com. dot com. Mm-hmm. And tomorrow night we are in St. Cloud at the Red Carpet Event Center. Tickets on Eventbrite. Twenty dollars for those. So. Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much thank for coming. Thank you for having me. I'm sorry I Tom couldn't it. be here. No, nah, it's all so. good. We had a good time. Yeah, we had fun. I just love this kind of, you know, sitting at the dinner table type right, of deal. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah, right, right. Having fun. <laughs> Steady <laughs> eating. Yeah, I know, right? Boy, no, he would have enjoyed it, though. Yeah, yeah he, he would have. Oh, yeah. And you know, it's, it's been a hectic month for everyone. Right. For everyone, it's that time of year, and yeah. hopefully things. Well, no, it's not going to settle down because we got the holidays coming. Come on. On. <laughs> Absolutely. So. I'm gonna keep coming to see y'all, man. I love being able to come down here, and thank you again so much for like allowing me to come down here. Yeah, know? we love having you on, and the and the listeners love have, listening and having you on as well. Thank you. Thank you. I thank get you. a lot of positive feedback, so I appreciate it. Well, thanks so much. We will be back live Monday. Tom will be here, but we're only doing Monday and Tuesday. And the rest of the week will be best ofs because the KQ Morning Show will be in Nashville at some brewery. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be in North Wherever Carolina. you see some drunk folks at. <laughs> where there's alcohol, that's where the KQ Morning right. Show will be. Thank you so much. Thank and you, we'll talk you, to you, you on Monday. Peace. Peace.